At JCPenney's Memorial Day Sale, sizzling deals are on with store-wide doorbusters all weekend. Or bring home savings up to 50% during our Memorial Day home sale. Save even more with your coupons. And for all former and active military personnel, enjoy an extra 10% off in-store. Just show a valid military or VA ID at checkout. Shopping is back. JCPenney. Coupon valid on select styles through 530. Some exclusions apply. Doorbusters valid 526 through 530 and excluded from coupons. See store or jcp.com for details. Log Talk Radio. Talk 
Radio Show is supported and paid for by La Cosa Nostra Radio. All expressed views and opinions of the host and guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of La Cosa Nostra Radio and its leadership. Wow, what a what a uh, rendition of We Are the Champions by Boo. And uh, this is uh, our house, La Cosa Nostra Radio. Um, La Cosa Nostra is a family unit located on allpoetry.com, allpoetry.com, the world's largest poetry community. We want to thank Kevin and the crew for giving us a place to call home and hang our hats and chill and kick our feet up and enjoy our house, which is a uh, show to recognize um, stuff we may have missed over the weekend and uh, bring some new stuff forward and just have a little fun. So without further ado, let me uh, welcome to the show um, a regular to our house, uh, Raz. Hey, Raz. How you doing, brother? You are the champions of the world, LCN. That was a great song by Boo. Hi, JCA. Yeah, she she just nailed that one. And uh, let me also welcome to the show Meta. Hey, Meta. Hey, brother. How y'all doing? Hey. I'm doing Long good. No I'm doing good. Well, yes, absolutely, absolutely. So here's what I want to do. Here's what I want to do. I am going to start us off with a kick here, uh, since we haven't had a chance to do this in a while. Uh, I am going to do this on our house, and uh, we are going to uh, go ahead and hit up the poem of the week. Um, you know, Boo's, Boo's not feeling too well, so she's going to probably take another day off, but uh, we wish her the best, and we um, wish her a speedy yeah, recovery. And uh, so she's put this responsibility on me, and uh, I just found my uh, poem of the week this morning. I was very impressed with it. And Meta, I'd like you to go ahead and recite the poem of the week. You're the poem of the week, Meta. You're the winner. Congratulations. Thanks. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Beauty Among the Ashes. All right, here we go. This is Beauty Among the Ashes by Moi. Life, beautiful and mysterious. Waterfalls and rain. A soothing sound brings peace to my troubled soul. It's hard to believe this world is enchanting, yet underneath all of this beauty lies a cesspool of festering darkness. I suppose, rationally speaking, all of the horrors of this place helps us to understand love and hate, right from wrong, good and evil. Without pain and suffering, we wouldn't be able to see the beauty that is often covered beneath the ashes. When I see a baby crying, I can't help but think this child somehow knows the pain that is soon to come which is surprising to me that an infant, completely unaware of itself, knows how to cry and shows me that pain and sorrow is woven 
into the fabric of reality, putting things into a whole new perspective, for me at least, because I know and understand that this life, as bad as it can be at times, is exactly as it needs to be. We all must die in order to live, even though the price we pay for some people is way too high. So I continue onward from day to day, having problems of my own. With the weight of the world on my weary shoulders, I press on with a shovel in hand to scrape away the hurt, the agony, the despair to reveal the beauty lying beneath the ashes. End of poem. I've always said that um, even though this life that we may be living uh, spits on us right now, the world that we live in still has a world to give. And I believe that it is summed up well within your poem here, that there is still so much more that this world has to give to us. No matter how we feel, no matter what we're going through, no matter everything that we do, there is so much beauty in this world, and it's something that we need to grab a hold of and we need to press on forward to. So um, yeah. first of all, congratulations uh, to this. Thank you. Uh, awesome, right? Congratulations on your front page pick. And uh, like I said, um, this is absolutely worth every second of listening to it. Um, Raz, Raz, what do you think? Yeah, it's a deep piece. You have that question, what beauty is there of truth except a metaphor? And so uh, the poet elaborates that there's plenty of suffering and pain in the world, but a kind of a godlike beauty in going through these forms of uh, persecutions to exceed or create a, a more developed and evolved soul. Thank you, Raz. Absolutely. And I want to say hello to Titus, who's listening out on the board. Great to see him. Hey, Titus. And what we're going to do next is I'm going to read a poem by uh, Azekel. I've been waiting to read this one. Um, hold on. That's a great illustration, Matt. It looks a bit like the Rose of the Dark Tower series by Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, life can be hell sometimes, man, and, and sometimes the only way you can make it through is being optimistic. Absolutely. Kind of absolutely. Kind of hope. We have to keep yeah. on pushing, brother. Keep on going yeah, forward. If we don't have hope, we don't. as long as we have life, we have hope, and as long as we have hope, we have life, and that's the important thing to remember. Yeah, All right. Lately, me, uh, been going too good. But I'm trying to hold on. Heard, Sorry, bud. Heard heard it in your voice, and I'm glad that you're hanging on, uh, staying this, buddy, and uh, we're uh, right there with you. 
Thanks. And with that, I'm going to read a, a poem by Africa <laughs> called Man- Manifested. And I've been telling him for days I'm going to read this one on Wednesday. And Wednesday and Wednesday keeps asking, was it right yet? <laughs> now it was right. Okay, Manifested. One man alone cannot change the world. For if there was no other to hear him, another to see him, and no others to feel him, that man would be silly alone. The insanity of hell, regardless of his heavenly message, would he be so trapped? Whoso would want to exist being alone in art, unheard of music, the very nature to create as such as to share, liberate, and teach. I say, let secret passages be resolved. Let your love and pain sing. Learn to laugh and share at talent yet mastered. For if you do not, it might horribly die and take you with it. End poem. Good message. It is a very awesome message. I'm, I'm very impressed with this, and I, and I like it. You know, we're meant to share our messages. We're meant to share what we say. We're meant to share our arts. Uh, I know Asikel loves to to uh, share what he has, and um, he almost uh, is over enthusiastic about it at times, but. That's who he is. He he's very passionate about what he does, and he's very passionate about who he is. Now he he believes he has a message to share. He believes he has gifts to give, and that's about that's who he is. And I think that that's an awesome thing to believe in yourself, and to believe in what you believe in. And I think that's an important thing. Now, before I move on, I think this uh, show needs a little bit of a lady's touch. So let's welcome uh, Laughing Soul to the show. Hello, Soul. Hello. Hello. How are you doing, Soul? I am okay. How are you all guys over here? Good morning. How are you? Good Good morning. Good evening to you. Yeah, it's almost 10.40 at night. Yes, and um, let me get some comments for uh, Azakel, and let me start with uh, Raz. What do you think? Yeah, I saw a slightly different message here, not what there is of the value to the individual mind compared to society, but a warning in those lines that that one man cannot change that world alone, that one man cannot know ultimately something that others do not understand for themselves. So those are the precursors of insanity because once you start to realize things that no one else is going to confirm, then, of course, you're reaching that break of uh, losing your own mind. And I, I see him describing this to be a form of madness, in what there is of the manifestations, they're all but psychological and uh, in tune to that one person's perspective of which no one else shares and only proves all the more the madness. 
Awesome. awesome. Yes, great con- comment. Meta, what do you think? I thought it was a good poem and a good message, the fact that, you know, we're a node in a bigger picture, each of us. And uh, you can be the man standing on the mountaintop screaming out a message, but if there's no one to hear it, then, I mean, what's the point to it all, you know? (laughs) And if you have gifts to share and no one to share them with, then you're stagnant and it's pointless. So, yeah, yeah, very good message, uh, as a coast. I really enjoyed this poem. Yeah, it, you know what what you're saying here kind of reminds me of a of, of a, a story that I heard one time, and um, I, I know everybody has their own faith, but I'm I'm gonna just uh, kind of uh, preface on what uh, what happened here is um, there was this pastor, and he and he stopped at the side of a cow pasture. Because he felt he was supposed to just start talking about life out to the cows. He thought it was the most ridiculous thing in the world. So he started talking to the cows, talking to the cows about life and about uh, how it's too precious and everything like that. Um, about two years later, he was um, he was in a conference that he was part of. And this young man came up to him and shook his hand and said, Thank you, you saved my life. And he's like, what, what are you talking about? He goes, you remember that day you you started, uh, you were just talking in a cow field? I was underneath the bridge that you were at with a cinder block tied around my neck. So you never know who's listening as long as there's someone listening right there. So I, I think that, uh, that that is the important part. Sol, you, you want to add anything to this? Yeah, I think that's what bridges are for, aren't they? Where uh, two people need to connect, whether it's uh, heart to heart or words to words. And uh, I mean, this is a stellar right, you know. And um, just need to keep ranting, you know, keep on writing, keep on ranting, till it is, uh, till it reaches the right ears. And obviously. It's it's not necessary that we'd know. But, uh, yeah, change the world. Uh, artists need to keep going on and on and on and on. So, again, like, you know, uh, I mean, I admire those who go about reading others, you know, whether they are being read or not. So I think this needs to be also promoted. But, uh, hey, come on, you know, get off your, uh, uh, you know, uh, feet and uh, <laughs> sorry, I'm not to use words which I am tempted to write now. But uh, uh, as much as you want to be read, you need to read others as well, and uh, let not anything go unheard. Yeah, I mean, you know, uh, it's an excellent share, and like what you said, uh, you never know whom these words are uh, going to do magic for. I I love this. Exactly, exactly. All right. 
I, you know what? I think what we'll do, um, Stoll, since you showed up, we're going to go ahead and play one of your um, your audios that I have here. Oh, nice. Thank you. And uh, we're going to play My Heart a Conch. Here we go. My Heart a Conch. by Laughing Soul. I rose not a phoenix from the ashes of my smothered dreams, but swam to the depths of the oceans on my golden mermaid wings. A lost song, love that I never found, life a dead end seed. But my heart, a conch, always mellifluously sings. My quill bled forsaken fantasies, Corals and pearls my soul unhurts. Silently I witnessed a chaste rebirth. For now I believed in treasures within and my heart a conch mellifluously sings. Feminine energy with dual power storms brew in my power. Like a lily of bloom Fear not to do. I rose not a phoenix from the ashes of my smothered dreams. Absolutely stunning. Uh, you know, the thing about a conch shell, and that's pretty awesome, that's the type of shell that you go to the beach, you see it there, you pick it up, you put it to, put it to your ear, or you're even in, the, in, the, in a store somewhere, and you put it to your ear, and you hear the ocean. You hear everything. And I think that, that that's a wonderful, wonderful concept of what your heart is, Soul. Uh, it's something that uh, somebody wants to put to their ear and hear the life mm-hmm. of the ocean that, that flows. So it's amazing. It's just absolutely amazing. Uh, Meta, what do you think about that one? Meta, are you on mute? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was really good. I, I mean, I like this the the song style of it. I was sitting here looking up conch and stuff like that because certain words I didn't understand what they meant. But overall, I think this poem is really it sounded really beautiful. Thank <laughs> you. Absolutely, and rest. 
<laughs> yeah, I can't help but think of uh, paintings where you have those large conch shells rising from the ocean to symbolize Aphrodite's birth in the Cytherian Sea. There's these such images that have been captured through classical art over the time. And in that rising of the conch shell, we could only hope that uh, the froth is really what there is of uh, Zeus's love or, or the thought of how the sea being a larger body of water can only produce that which uh, has that deeper connection on that same electrical level to which uh, we attribute one way scientifically to be an interconnected theory of matter and the other way philosophically to imply that all life is connected and that in itself is like love. Thank you so much. Yeah, excellent, excellent comment. <laughs> Damn awesome. All right, Raz, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put you to work here. And uh, we're going to have you read a little flip cider. All right. We'd love to contribute to our house. Here's Flip Cider with Black Hole Created. Black Hole Created. Think not that I speak in sarcasm, reacting to denial. Return back to the hidden veil mist. Born from the light cataclysm, Black Hole Created of an evil catalyst. Hold in my hands more darkness all soon know, born of a black hole and darker than all shadow. Mm-hmm. And it says here, author's note, now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds, which is a take of Robert Oppenheimer when he had invented the yeah. atomic bomb. Awesome. Awesome, and you you see that it's from Hindu. Uh, can you pronounce that for us, uh, Sol, down in the... Uh, um, what I have written in my French or in the author notes, what he mentioned. It's the Hindu... What's mentioned in the author notes? Yeah, he has uh, taken a, a little gist from the Hindu holy book, you know. So he mentioned very sweetly over there, you know, and I had a long chat with him on this. So uh, thanks, David. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, what do you think about the poem in general? Uh, What he's tried to do is he's uh, describing darkness, the black hole, you know, the... Uh, he's taken the image and uh, given it a spiritual twist, which is really done uh, amazingly, you know. Uh, when he speaks about the universe being born of a black hole, and uh, there he's actually referring to Lord Shiva. And uh, this is what he has, uh, you know, the Bhagavad Gita talks about uh, the soul being, uh, you know, eternal. And uh, what he has uh, described, is in such a uh, sensitive way the, and in such a beautiful metaphors. So, uh, yeah, he's done complete justice. I really loved, I enjoyed reading his poem. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, Raz? 
Yeah, it's definitely one that speaks of some form of universal legend in abstracting the scientific fact of the black hole to the point of it representing an amount of negativity which is unlike any other kind of creation. So he's uh, blowing up proportions here that were near universal myth at perceiving the black hole for it does not seem anything could be any more darker than the shadow. Awesome comments and meta. I thought the poem overall being a dark poem and uh, seeing uh, Oppenheimer's quote down there. Uh, not only do I see like the result of perhaps what Oppenheimer was thinking, but just the fact that how often does this very thing happen inside the heart of man, you know, where maybe the circumstances of life cause him to go down a path that's extremely dark and becoming a black hole in and of himself, you know, or herself, or some shit. Something like that, but I thought overall it was just a really cool poem. That's a great point, though, right there, because you know there are people in uh, in in the world that sometimes regret what they do, so they try to uh, turn something and make something positive. It's like uh, Nobel uh, when he was alive, he created his first in, true invention was uh, TNT and creating this huge explosive and then turning around feeling so guilty for it that he went ahead and created the uh, Nobel Peace Prize. So in reality, I can see I can see where the darkness comes in, especially with Oppenheimer uh, and the quote that he brings in. Yeah, uh, and I think that uh, that was quite amazing. What's that, G? Mm-hmm. Actually, he was given this a prompt, you know, uh, and uh, he tried to do the best he understood. I mean, obviously, if you have, uh, if you're not a Hindu, you're not going to grasp what the entire uh, thing is about. And he, uh, you know, mentions it though, uh, though here what he talks about darkness. Is uh, what you are talking about, you know, your own uh, dark shadows, you know, and uh, uh, being, uh, you know, swallowed back into the uh, night, you know, in, into the uh, uh, denial uh, uh, of uh, denial, you know, of your own uh, uh, doing. So, well, uh, to his, he has uh, to do justice to the prompt. Excellent, excellent. All right, next up, I'm going to play a little Titus for us since he's out on the board listening in. And uh, this is a parting gift, so enjoy. A parting gift. An allegiance to all poetry. I feel a huge debt of gratitude is owed to the poets who over the years have remained friends. Sadly, many have left and yes, some are no more, having resigned themselves to the heavens above. 
Overall, I would like to thank Kevin Watt for creating such a magnificent poetry website, for there is much interaction. And it pleases me no end that here at All Poetry, there are many poets who are friends now who do help to spread the legacy built around this dream which Kevin has created. As many of you know, I was not attracted by poetry in the least, let alone read or write it. But what I found from the vine which is all poetry, and the beautiful vintage that it is, that even I will have reached my 19th year by January 2022. It is, as they say, fresh as always, and so too friendship. To say I have lost count the many I know, it would appear the love and appreciation between friends, overflowing to the brim with fulfilment. It is often said that time waits for no one, and yet in spite of the time differences worldwide, it does not seem to affect anyone at all, then never mind, leave a message, reply when you can. There is a certainty that surrounds this place that is nothing short of a miracle. It seems we have guaranteed a place with happiness of hearts. Forget the small frustrations that some of us were drawn from some adversity or whatever got you down. And yes, even friends who long ago spoke to me on AP, I'm so very pleased they are still friends to this day. And so I say cheers to you all, dear Kev, for what you have given, it is more than just a poetry site. It is nothing short of a spaceship, for here we are and there you are. Our differing times with varying warp speeds. It is as I write a splendid day to think of the future as we have done to accustom ourselves first to the calming influence which is all poetry. I would dearly have loved to merge many of my words within a giant volume just like all poetry has done. And so my having taken on this task it is with a heavy heart that I try a set of books would have featured had it not been one creation. It is for this reason one stands out, for it is meant to be obligated wholly, as I separated what is a soul relic and a piece of me. Not one ghostwriter will attempt to translate or simply mutate an assortment or otherwise result to any change whatsoever in this book. It is all mine, as they say. With that, there are poets on this site who are friends as well, who have helped me put together a compilation of works for which the simple matter of having someone in your corner does help. This book is like a marathon, to add others support you in a way to spur you on. It is majestic, or perhaps my lacking willpower just needs a little more strength to get you there. It is the good intention we witness of others, who I see around the grand hall which is all poetry. And so it leaves me to conclude the poetical works of Titus Llewellyn would be nowhere near completion had it not been for the friends and family at all poetry and Facebook, of course. Those who have helped me in a way even they cannot imagine the support they have given. Their names follow on from thence and overleaf.
that was just awesome. Did we break Bravo. off? Bravo. Jay, are you still there? <laughs> All I heard Sorry, I muted myself. I was so stinking <laughs> emotional on this one. You know, this is this is this is simply awesome. You know, I'm I'm touched um to even even be part of this, you know. You know, we um, we talk about often how we all come together in one little format, you know. One show that is our house right here that brings the world together and has been bringing the world together for for a, for a while now. And uh, we were able to, you know, work on um, on different on a different time zone than the normal shows. But we were we um, we are so gracious and so uh, thankful for each and every one of you. And Titus, you're no exception, my friend, my brother. You um, have really brought some incredible stuff to us and touched us in many, many ways that uh, you won't even be able to uh, grasp a hold of until everything is said and done and you can gra- and you can look back. Um, so this is, this is absolutely simply awesome. Um, let me start with Raz. Raz, what do you think on this one? Yeah, it's definitely a learning experience being on this site by Kevin Watts. And uh, it's a great environment to promote more poetry. Anyone who's interested in the subject, there are certain individuals who are willing to let those on a new level be able to understand the art form and from there carry on their works. There's workshops and all kinds of uh, others who want to support that this talent is not extinguished within the 21st century what there is of poetry and so we can salute Titus representing his own form of uh, oration as to what remains of poetry now awesome awesome and um, Saul what do you think You know, I write my books, and uh, you know, this is a part which uh, actually uh, the writer writes it from one's heart, and you feel over here, you know, a heart with gratitude and with sheer luminance, and this just reveals his own uh, beautiful heart, you know, his uh, love for you all, and I think that's what matters a lot, and that's what matters the most. Amazing. And he's he's a gem. I read his work and it's so beautiful. Absolutely. It's not easy to credit, you know, until and unless you are really a gem at heart. I agree a hundred percent on that. And uh Meta, what do you think? I thought this poem was just And the fact that, you know, when all is said and done, you got to give credit to where credit's due. You got to thank the people that 
or around you that have helped you through troubling times and and the fact that he's acknowledging the fact that he he didn't start out wanting to be a poet, but through all poetry, it kind of helped him blossom into just an amazing writer. I mean, most of the stuff I've ever heard from him, most of his work is just mind-blowing. And, uh, yeah, I, too, want to try to figure out how to maybe get a book together one day. I don't I wouldn't even know where to start, but just the fact that, yeah, there's a lot of friends that we've made here on All Poetry, you know, before All Poetry. I mean, we were all just kind of sitting by ourselves just trying to write something, you know, trying to, to, to write our heart out on a page. But until All Poetry, I mean, it was pretty much all kept to ourselves. But now it's part of, it's part of a bigger world, you know, our writing. Yeah, and uh, I thought yeah, you're good. absolutely you're you're absolutely right. Matt, I'm gonna put you to work this time. Uh oh, I'm gonna have you read a little Wayne for us. Wayne, okay. Awaken this morning. Scent of lilac in early morning dawn. Take a deep breath, wake up yawn. Open my eyes, does she have no shame? Taunting me with the same old game. Erotic images rapidly engulf my mind. Angel through the door, the perfect kind. Dreams just had, not as good as this. Feeling like I'm in heavenly bliss. Her nighttime attire slowly graces the floor, no longer wanting to sleep anymore. She has the advantage, why should I care? My lust as great as a hunger grizzly bear. Feeling the brush of her breast on my leg, great she won't punish or make me beg. Just like a psychic, she tells me my fate. Now it's now can't wait. With a gentle touch, can t- can tell she's down. <laughs> never, never met another that was such a down. It's uncanny how she knows what what to do. There's no one in the world I'd rather screw. <laughs> <laughs> With hands overhead, she simply ties, roughly snaps, blindfold over my eyes, filling the painful slaps <laughs> in between cries. Wanted to know why I tell the lies. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. God. Wayne, Wayne. Oh, you get the grizzly bear going there. Oh, my gosh. That was funny. Oh, that was funny. 
<laughs> that turned out to be funny. Oh, I can't, I can't help yeah. it. Uh, yeah, this is great. Uh, <laughs> Raz, save us here. <laughs> yeah, it has uh, one of those playful notions of the kind of sexuality that's constantly endorsed by the web. You know, if this doesn't happen in real life, for any random reason, you might still receive photos from Katie and one of your blog screens and press click to learn more. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I'm going to have a tough time with this one. Oh, my God, that's hilarious. Uh, (laughs) Meta, you read it. What do you think? I thought the poem was not only hilarious. I mean, it was a great central poem, you know, with a little eroticism mixed with it and maybe a little S&M, but uh, <laughs> I thought overall it was just, it was sensually funny, and I thought it was great. Great poem, Wayne. <laughs> That's a great way to put it. Sensually funny. Oh, I'm sorry, Soul. I have to put you on the spot. You were laughing so hard. Oh, my gosh, this is great. This is so great. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, man, uh, we, 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 <laughs> this is too much. I think we need a song here to uh, kind of uh, cut us off. <laughs> so um, let me. <laughs> okay, let me let me see what what she says. All right, sweet piece comment underneath. Wayne, you should never lie to a woman. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. 
do we lose somebody we care about, you know, and sit there and think about, damn, what what could I have done differently that would would have kept her around, you know? And uh, it's like a it's like an endless message, you know, that people have been asking themselves forever, you know, timeless message. You know, what could I have done differently? I thought it was yeah, really I under- great. I understand that. Yeah, you're you're absolutely right. What could I have done different? And that is uh-huh. a <laughs> that is a question that gets on a lot of us, and uh-huh. absolutely, uh, yeah, beats I wonder, us up. I wonder how long people have been saying uh-huh. that to themselves since the beginning of time. Yeah. No, I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying. So what we're going to do next is, Raz, I'm putting your poem on on the uh, thing. All right. Here's the poem. It's called Green Enigma. Alan Green tried suicide, slipping ice, the secret combination divide. Alan Green was stabbed 20 times. Alan Green believed in eternal life and brine. Ellen Green swallowed clonopin to deprive the anxiety derived. Sam Good came home to the body post-mortified. Sam Good not asked me why. Sam Good was red inside to have lied. Was it just yesterday you saw Ellen Green alive? Um, wow, this is Ellen cool. Green. Or is it just a fictional character? No, it's based real... on a actual forensic file. Oh, okay. Oh, this is cool. This is cool. Um, um, hold, hold on, hold on. <laughs> That's pretty yeah, short. I, for I, I, love, I love the way you, you you put this. This is yeah. This is very short for you. But I really like the way that you put this together because it it's it, it, it's it's unique, and it is the the structure. I love the structure. I, I love it because it just brings you in. It's like Ellen Green, Ellen Green, Sam Good, Sam Good. Was it yesterday you saw Ellen Green alive? I like this, and uh, I, I think that that it is absolutely perfect. <laughs> I really do. I, you, you did an awesome job, and it kind of makes you uh, want to um, uh, put put that together and read more about it. I, I like the way you did this. Uh, Meta, what do you think? You can look it up. She's known as Alan Greenberg in real life on the net, just web browse. It's a case in which someone was found to be murdered, but at the same time they had committed suicide. So the autopsy wasn't positive as to the causes of death. Wow, that's the truth. I like. I'm yeah, always awesome. interested in true crime stories. I thought the yep. the poem overall was great, and uh, now I'm really interested in, in 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 reading the story about it. You know, uh, it's one of your shorter poems, but it's short and sweet. And, uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was good. 
Thanks, Amanda. You're welcome. Absolutely. Soul, what do you think about that one? <coughs> this is one of your shortest poems, Raz. But uh, again, it's nothing less than uh, uh, the kind of uh, mystery that you weave around your words. Thanks for sharing this because um, I wasn't aware about it. And now when I'm reading, you know, the girl was hardly 27-year-old. She was an elementary school teacher. And, uh, yeah, this happens so many times, you know, where uh, a murder is, uh, you know, since they don't find the... We recently had a young girl who jumped from the, you know, high-rise tower during a party, and uh, since, uh, you know, they showed it as a suicide, but uh, it wasn't, you know, there was, there was a, there was a lot of, a lot of things involved, which uh, we tried, you know, uh, entire India had been trying, you know, get, uh, if you read about, uh, you know, forget it, like, one of, uh, you know, and uh, anyway, this is what really happens. And the way you rhymed it is uh, also so, you know, makes it uh, more enjoyable to read. And uh, thanks for sharing, Raz. You know, you've really done a fantastic job over here. Thank you. So, yeah, that I came up with the other night and I wanted to share because that's my agreement with Jay. I only bring original material here to our house. I think you should mention it in the AN and, uh, you know, if possible, give the link. You know, it will make it all the more... Uh, it's a tragedy, uh, yeah, what happened to Alan yeah. Greenberg, but uh, I'm not really trying to promote anyone solving the fact of why I call that an enigma <laughs> the entire poem. I'm just giving away the answers here on the radio show, not if anyone else ever reads the same... Uh, uh, I get you, I get you, yeah. Hey guys, um, yeah, I'm gonna and... go now. I'm okay, Meta. It's okay. Go you down. take care. All right, buddy. See ya. That's fine. Bye, love, Rachel. Take care, Meta. Bye. Hey, Soul, I'm gonna put you to work here. I'm gonna have you read a Teela's poem. Okay. Kind of hoping Tilo would show up, but I haven't seen her today. So uh, why don't we go she ahead and let's read it. She was around. I don't know where she is. I'm going to look for the link. Give me a minute. <coughs> Sorry, my throat is like very bad, you know. You'll have to keep muting. <coughs> I can't find link. Where's the hyperlink? Yeah, oh, I, I put it on. I put it on the board. Yeah, I'm trying to refresh. Okay. Must be delayed. Screening time. Okay. Okay, I've got it. Yeah. Yeah, just refresh the bo- uh, board. Yeah, and you I, be got able to see I got it. I got. I'm waiting for the dog to stop barking. Just give me a moment. <laughs> Those black dogs are more. <laughs> Don't ask. It's crazy over here, especially at night. 
Okay, I've got her poem with me. Shy Moon by Sheila. <clears throat> I hope I'm not. Oh my God, am I clear? Am I audible? No, we got you. We can hear you. Okay, okay. Shy Moon by Sheila. Each green pine witnessed a beautiful periwinkle spout. Shy Moon. Blushing with so many shades, trying to hide its face under those fluffy clouds. The tall brown mount has a peculiar luster. With its wide mouth open, I can hear its ha-ha laughter. Can you? End point. <laughs> oh, wow. Such a, such a cute little you poem again. Your- you need to see the image to understand what she's trying to say because she has a knack of capturing every single detail in a uh, image prompt, you know, and that's exactly what she's done, you know. It's just fantastic how she's, you know, gone about making the image uh, look like a, a, a person, you know, opening his mouth wide and laughing, you know, and... Uh, and then you look at the images. Oh, yeah, it does look like that. So, you want me to read it again? No, no, it, it's perfect. She, she did a great job with that. Um, yeah, you know, and uh, I like the way she's, uh, you know, mentioned that each green pine witnessed a beautiful periwinkle sky with its half shy moon. Somewhere in the depths, if I go to the uh, deep depths, it means. So much to have one's own sky and the moon to call one's own. So beautiful. I love it. Absolutely, absolutely. And um, Raz, what do you think? Yeah, what the poet is describing in Shy Moon can be an effect of art which one can keep with themselves whenever they see the moon again either in real time or in an artwork you could have that impression maybe those clouds are there in order to uh, disguise the fact that the moon when you see it personified through a pathetic fallacy does in fact have that uh, type of quality in which it would be humored at our own mortality and too ashamed for us to know no, and I agree with you 100% on that. Well, let me go to the phone lines and uh, welcome in um, Sawa. Hello, Sawa. Hello, DC. Hello. Hey, sunshine. Hello. Hello. Thank you. <laughs> Hello. Sawa. Hi. Is it black or more light? Are, are, are you feeling better? Are you, pardon me? My voice is hurting a lot. Yeah, I didn't hear what the rest said. I didn't. He said I'm hurting. There's more light in the room because of you. Oh. You lighten up the room each time. Ah. Oh my. So sweet. That is so true. (laughs) I have a big smile when she showed up. Okay, stop <laughs> making me blush, both of you. Thank you. Let's move on. <laughs> but you missed. I have a feeling her cheeks. Her cheeks are red. Her cheeks are red. 
<laughs> yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'll hang my <laughs> head down in shame. I don't. I don't understand you. I'm sorry. I didn't. I just don't. I, I didn't get it. <laughs> I think I'm so. Okay. <laughs> Okay, let's, She's let's move I'm, on. I'm ashamed then. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Well, um, like I said, Boo is not feeling well, folks, so uh, we wish her oh, to get better. Yep. Yeah. So she, she has asked, asked me to read this poem for her, and uh, this is called Faith Not So Foreign Anymore. And it's the George Michael song, Faith. And it goes like this. Open my eyes. Think of you, sweetheart. Pray for an enlightened vision to glow. Committed until death do us part. Toward perspective. United we grow. Confessing our inner secrets at night. Definition of poetry. He's a work of art. Branded our naked flesh felt right. Ignore negativity shot by conceit's dart. Aware of feelings right from the start. Amazed you felt the same, no less. You got to have faith once in a while. Trust in the Lord because he knows best. Connection stronger than intent sworn. A mutual penance is never in vain. Spirits reach out. To become reborn, a simple solace two bodies can't contain. End poem. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Exactly. Wow. Got to have faith, faith, faith. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Get a little George Michaels going there. You know, it's a pretty damn awesome uh, poem here. Yeah, man. Uh, Go on. (laughs) It would be nice. If I could touch your body. (laughs) (laughs) It's a massive sing-along here, folks. Yay. Okay, I like that. Uh, But uh, she put this together greatly. Um, You know, it's a great tribute to the song. It's a great tribute to how she feels. And I think she did a wonderful job with this. Um, Salwa, go ahead. Oh, my goodness. This is so spiritual. I love when she writes spirituality because it's mixed with both love and uh, spiritual feeling at the same time. Um, uh, faith not so foreign anymore. Sometimes I feel this is, this is me. I don't know. But that's what I feel. It's there, too. When you are in a weak, weak point, either not feeling well health-wise or something happened in your life, some people reject faith. And some people make them closer to God. And I feel this is what it is here. And there's also love, of course, and this longing um, for, um, uh, for love and to be, to be uh, close to someone that you love. Uh, it's really beautiful. I mean, it moved me so deeply. And, and then also how you put it in writing, in work, of, uh, in poetry. She put everything in there. Confessing our inner secret at night. Definition of poetry is a work of art. Branded our naked flesh felt right. I ignore negativity shot by conceit. Uh, dark. That's just beautiful and it rhymes beautifully. 
uh, really miserable. I, I can go on forever. There's so much beauty in this poem. And I think I can now go back and <laughs> put stuff on the um, front page again. So I'll definitely, this is really beautiful. It's just so, uh, so deep. It has um, very meaningful and very deep. I know you are really miserable. Take care, feel better, love you. Awesome. And uh, Raz. Yeah, George Michaels, more or less, he defines uh, an age of romance that comes in the 90s and is lacking throughout all culture, except for this figure who all by himself tried to uh, sexualize the very fact of rock music when it was nearly dead. So what he contributed in that time period will still go on being memorable despite his early death, of which it was a great loss. Great comment. And Soul. Oh, she's, uh, really, you know, miss your, uh, you know, presence over here. I would have so much to say if you were here. And, um, this is love, and our words play music creatures skills. Marvelous, you know, and the way she has, uh, you know, the blend of her spirituality with her emotions takes the poem to another level together. And, uh, you know, we all have uh, we all have grown up hearing George Michael, and uh, I think this was a fantastic uh, uh, read, you know, uh, so much in sync with how he would uh, write. Amazing. Just loved it. And honest, raw emotions and feelings. Oh, lovely. Awesome. Awesome. We are missing you. Yeah, I know. I know you're. And uh, here's what we're going to do next. Uh, Let's put in a little audio. And listen to a little uh, Sawa. I love poems. I was fly, les heures s'envolent. Life is just a passing dream where years after years the memory remains. Vibrant sensation of petals of roses. Heart sorrows to sad story. Yet, the hours fly away towards the blowing wind. So every day, my soul and my eyes, amazed by the clarity of the colors of a radiant dawn, immerse themselves in the salty sea under a happy sun, get lost in lover's garden. Then I find myself at the top of a green, Mountain, la vie n'est qu'un songe passager, où, année après année, la mémoire demeure, des sensations vibrantes de pétales de rose, chagrin du cœur d'une triste histoire. Pourtant, les heures s'envolent vers un vent souffleur. Ainsi, chaque jour, mon âme et mes yeux se stupifient par la clarté des couleurs. Then, no, but I do. 
se plonge dans la mer salée, sous un soleil joyeux, se perd dans un jardin des amoureux, puis se trouve sur un sommet d'une montagne verte. End of poem. There she is again, the dreamer strikes. <laughs> And not only that, she goes right into her place where that secret uh, a love that she hasn't even met yet is there, you know, getting <laughs> lost in a lover's garden. And there she is, lost in the lover's garden on top of the green mountain. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, excellent job. Um, I, I understand your poetry, uh, and um, I think it's just absolutely wonderful. Um, let me uh, talk uh, to the person who sees you lighten up the room, Raz. Raz, what do you think about that? <laughs> yeah, these are beautiful words to speak of love. And it's true that once a person is affected by another to the point of which they feel any form of love for them, it could seem that the hours pass by and their memory doesn't ever fade any more than you see of the colors at sunset and sunrise. Or in these other metaphors of, of that garden, which is uh, always dying to grow by the mountain side. Thank you, Raj. Awesome. And thank you, Jessie. And Soul. I think she's bluffing all of us over here. And you please lift up the secret. <laughs> secret of you <laughs> pending so beautiful and pending love, Salva. Come on. <laughs> But what I see is life is you. just a passing dream. Okay, this is so beautiful. And yes, it is a dream. And Somewhere your memory is of future love, you know, love memories that are still to be formed, you know. And I sense that I don't want to go into the sad, uh, you know, start. I don't want to. I want to think about it as something you are talking about, the future. And it amazes me, actually, not really, but because I do the same thing. But the way you pen and you describe and you do the imagery is amazing you know the way you find solace and healing in nature is so inspiring you know and uh, I just love these lines that um, vibrant sensations of of roses heart sorrows of a sad story yet the hours fly away towards a blowing wind wow like yet hours fly away towards a blowing wind oh my god like From where do you get this? <laughs> you need to let out your secrets. <laughs> oh, who's talking? Who's talking? <laughs> you know all oh my, my secrets, so stop it, okay? <laughs> no, 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 I said who's talking about nature, how you express yourself, and how you express yourself. No, I'm just really a dreamer. I just say, really get it, I'm a really big dreamer. I'm a dreamer. <laughs> oh, this is so beautiful. This is so beautiful. Like, yeah. <laughs> The way you just awesome. turn, you know, the bend from your, uh, the kind of uh, grace that you have, uh, you know, the use of uh, those gloomy, uh, sad uh, lines at the start, 
the way you blend and you twist to that so every day my soul and my eyes amazed by the clarity of the colors of a radiant dawn. Wow. You know why? Yes. You know why? You know, this is yeah. I can answer this one. You have two choices. Everyone has um, pain in their life and uh, agony in a way or another. There's two choices. You can stay in there and be in the dark or you just lift yourself. There's no one going to do it for you but yourself at the end. So that's why. I agree. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. You just go and embrace it, right? Yeah. You have no choice <laughs> but do it. Or otherwise you think in the dark. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I'm going to move on. I'm going to read uh, a poem by Guilty. Actually, we're going to have Raz, if you could read this poem for us. Yeah. Um, here's the poem. It's called Willie Burroughs, Patty Midnight and other profane works of art. You gave birth without a midwife, blood spattered on the walls, and used the dirty butter knife, cut the umbilical cord. With your dry and bitter lips, you kissed the baby blue, breathed new life into the spawn that came from your purplish bruise, pulsing vagina, a lovely sore, the fruit of life you swore, it would not make it past the first trimester, trigonometry class, all the spike punch bowls and circle jerks between Hebrew texts and masterworks. Brooklyn was unique before it was annexed, poured out to Manhattan for public access, malnourished, bluesy star for art, working the corner to make a start, pitch black as the angel who gave you night. This is how you work it, put up a fight. Bags under your eyes, feed the downtrodden. You is dumb, or have you forgotten? Out of burrows, led astray by the promises of city lights and Broadway. Survival is a naked, starving beast, gutting the carrions of the timid and meek. Ooh, baby, you are so fine. Listen to Alan provide raptures of vine. He swears he is a prophet to the beats. A filthy savage, a sacred cow, milked. The breasts are sore, the udder you bore. Let it go, breathe free and wild. The leather-clad snake slithers away. Fame is the steepest price to pay. End poem. Oh, wow. There's so much, so much into this piece. Um, I think it's kind of a... Uh, a, a profane yet awesome look at modern society and and uh, kind of a slap in the face to all that that's happening. I, I love the way he took this um, straight from from the uh, start uh, with with the uh, um, metaphor of childbirth right there. At, at the beginning, kind of, kind of, almost in a way that uh, that it turned around. I'm, I'm, I look at um, uh, Brooklyn was annexed before. I meant Brooklyn was unique before it was annexed, hoard out to Manhattan for public access. 
you know, this whole thing turned around rather quickly, uh, going from one one direction to the next. But ultimately, this is kind of that story of New York. I, I kind of like the way it um, it went here because uh, you know it, it's just so so stinking unique. Um, let me see. <laughs> well, Sawa, would you like to comment on this? I have to read it again. I'm sorry, I just got this. Um, um, no, I need to read it again. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, no, and I understand that completely. Sol, would you like to comment on this? Yeah, I did read this poem uh, all, uh, you know, copy first laid here itself. Um, definitely powerfully budget, you know, the way. Uh, each and every, I mean, you can go on reading it again and again and not feel the sharpness is impossible. Every single uh, line and every single, uh, you know, the metaphor of uh, of the labor pain, the birth, the, you know, cutting off the umbilical cord and, uh, you know, everything that he has mentioned over here are the adornments of uh, freedom, you know. The pride paid, you know, the way she has glorified the sanctity of freedom is amazing. It's like uh, it can be taken in ways, like uh, in reality, it's, uh, it's, uh, this is what I got from this poem. So, yeah, the imagery is very, you know, very rich uh, imagery and uh, wonderful, wonderful. Poem. I mean, this should be on the front page. Hello? Hello? Don, are you there? Raz, you read it. What do you think? Yeah, it does question morality, how that line disintegrates somewhere like New York. You have all forms of sexual preferences, bi's, transvestites, cross-dressers, and through that level of different lifestyle choices, there is what they're mentioning, the dark love, also mentioned in the beatnik generation as to individuals who no longer play by the, the straight hetero rules. They see a, a, a different design here where it had been uh, some form or act of the devil that keeps us deprived. Even when we have our rights, it's like we're being oppressed by some unknown force in these uh, paranoid and claustrophobic conditions of city life. Awesome. Salwa, can you uh, comment now? Yeah. I don't know why I see something else. I don't know. Maybe it's very... Um, <laughs> I like how he did it open for us to her interpretation. Um, he said from the beginning, he gives birth. The way he describes birth is like someone who really almost like... I had birth is like a blow my mind because it it is it's like uh, the the way he described it that's one and then there is um, the sexuality here it's like almost um, I see the personification but I also see it's almost a message for someone at the end he say uh, you let it go breathe free and wide the leather clad snacks the way fame is the steepest price to pay. I think he's talking about people who uh, 
like almost artists and celebrities who have to pay the price uh, for I, I really see it this way artwork uh, that's what I see there it's a message for them um, the, I don't know why that's why my mind takes me he talks about Broadway and survival is naked starting beast so it must be um, it's not an easy life for for um, for them to perform and all the sexuality that they there's so much in there that's what I see but I might be wrong so because he says Excellent, excellent. What I'm going to do is I'm going to put in another audio here. And um, let me see, where is it? There we go. A little bit of uh, soul going on here. Yay. Dalian's Twilight, a poem by Laughing Soul. Cinnamon Twilight, Champagne Skylight. Intoxicating the sea, waves rise high. Twirls the moon, waltz the stars, euphoric night, sparks fly by. Blooming bosoms, scented buds, a power of jasmine enchants the firefly. A poetic dalliance, a celestial jazz, words blushed crimson. Oh. My quilt's so shy. And boom. <laughs> yeah, this this is a brilliant piece. You know, the, the, this has such great feel to it. I'm surprised Bella doesn't want to come off a mute on this one because it mentions Firefly. But, um, oh, Bella hint, there? hint, Bella. Hint, hint, Bella. Bella. Uh, <laughs> everyone say hi to Bella. She is she is uh, listening, in. Uh, but uh, ultimately this is this has such a great um, feel to it. There's it, it, it it's a romanticism, yet at the same time we also have a great uh, dive into nature itself. Uh, and I love the way that you bring in different different things within that. I, I think this is a brilliant brilliant piece. Um, I, I think I know someone who wants to comment on this. Uh, uh, Stella, go ahead. I, it's funny how you said Firefly. Uh, right away, my mind went to Bella. I'm serious. That's so. That, uh, of course, because we don't know the story. Um, G Fire. You know how Bella is nicknamed Firefly. So I right away it took me there. But this is you're talking about how I'm going to ask you how you do that. Uh, it's just beautiful. The coloring, the, you put so, you really are so, I think uh, when you put your emotion, the way you, you entertain the with nature is so romantic and passionate. You feel every emotion in there. Um, I, I really mean it. It's just so beautiful. It's uh, you the, 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 dance, the stars and dancing, and they're so vivid that I can, being a dreamer, I can see it. And <laughs> you start dancing and sparking. <laughs> you, what a what a treat! <laughs> uh, you know, most of my uh, romantic poems I've written when I had nobody in my life. So I think nature enchants. You, <laughs> you see now you understand me. <laughs> 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 you see. <laughs> 
Oh, goodness. <laughs> and then, my, oh, my God, so shy, incredible. Well, blush crimson. My goodness. It's just, you have a, a pen that's so fabulous. I really, I don't know, I agree with the Bella. Something about India. What is it? <laughs> I really want to know the secret. I just want to be like, uh, just like the ex, uh, excellence of writing is incredible. I'm curious now to go dig in on deeper, older writer, you know, older generation and see what they have. Maybe you should give me some, give us some names. It's just so beautiful, really. Who inspires you? Yeah, Rindranath Tagore, if you read his on, uh, he is a famous poet. I mean, you know, on the all poetry you can find. And, Who is uh, it? Rabindranath Tagore. He won the Nobel Prize for his book, Gitanjali. That's how I get my name. Wow. And okay, uh, I'm gonna look it up. I'm gonna look him up. You're just yeah. fabulous right here. Songs oh, and poems have uh, been part of, uh, uh, you know, Indian uh, um, religion and Indian traditions. So it just flows in our vein, you know. Even when we are praying, we are singing. So I think you got nurses that you, you got <laughs> nurses with, poet, with poetic milk. I think. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> We are just diehard romantics, you know. <laughs> oh, just amazing. And then this is going to go on the front page, too, called recommendation, of course. I love it. Beautiful all the way. Awesome. Awesome. And um, Raz, what do you think? Yeah, it captures that sense of sentimentality with those who are in tune with the night. You just feel your own soul elevated once the stars are up there that uh, there's that proper tone and sense that anything might go on before the end of the night by twilight. Thank you so much. I'm asking Bella if she wants to comment. I know she has to stay on mute. Yeah. (laughs) We'll we'll see. I'm calling in. Just put me on mute. Oh, yeah. yeah. She... <laughs> I'll just see. Just, just, just uh, have fun here. You want to comment, Bella? Yes or no? <laughs> Poor girl. I'm putting her on the spot. But it's okay. Aww. It's okay. She doesn't have to. She doesn't have to. All right, Bella. Let me go ahead and uh, Raz. I'm going to have you read the next poem for us. Uh, a little something from Lauren. Would love to participate yet again. Here's Lauren, 67, in the awards show. Hi, hello, welcome. Do you have a ticket? Number? Oh, you're in the front row. Follow the attendant. Have a seat. The show is about to start. Mr. Announcer. Welcome, everybody, to the Three Ox Award Show. I'm your announcer for the evening's festivities, so relax, kick back, root for your favorites, and enjoy. We will be right back after these messages. Hi, everybody. This is Jubal De La Chunga Jr. the third speaking. How many times have you been with your favorite hoe trying to get that hoochie coochie in your low rider impala 
when that stupid-ass dog starts barking up a storm and you just can't get that poem done and enter into the conscious because you can't rhyme essay with hoochie-coochie. Well, now with Jubo's combination, make up a word dictionary and dog, clubber, you don't need to worry. Just enter the made-up word to win that trophy in the poem contest because Jubo's vocabulary allows for it. And club that barking dog. And go get that hoochie-coochie. <laughs> and boom. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> get that hoochie-coochie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> What's the oh my God! Huh? Hoochie coochie is a, a love, lovey lovey. Okay, hoochie coochie is something that um, <laughs> that this, this person by the name of uh, uh, Cheryl used to do. She she would always she she was always a sex symbol back in the seventies, and she was I, I was. Um, I think she was South American or something like that, and she would go, "Oh, little hoochie coochie," and she'd shake her, shake her, uh, her, um, her, uh, shake her coconut at you and everything like that. Oh my so, God! Okay, <laughs> it's a metaphor for vagina, which is stereotyped by slang to mean any kind of woman who's into unadulterated or promiscuous types of sex. That's our technical <laughs> definition. Oh my, okay. I didn't know. So I learned something new. There you go. Uh, there you go. Thanks, Raz, for the uh, for the uh, definition. <laughs> okay, oh, okay, uh, Sal. What did you think of that? Uh, <laughs> uh, you said. I mean, I guess it's already been said. It's sort of I don't know. Now I'm just kind of lost, thinking of the of the expression. Sorry. Oh, I he's uh, he's a character, Lohan. Oh my goodness. I don't know how you come up with this with these ideas. Um. It's okay. It's okay. So, what do you think? You know what? When I see a cute puppy, I normally go coochie coochie, and now I'm going to be like, oh my god! <laughs> I had no idea it has this connotation too. Who would ever think that, right? <laughs> no, not But then this this was my um, and then he mentioned dogs and oh god, he's hilarious. You know, I mean, I just love the way he drives. <laughs> Oh, we all are coughing and we all are laughing and we all are going hoochie coochie coo. <laughs> actually, I read it's actually from the 1800s, believe it or not. From 1800, late 1800s. That's where the hoochie coochie comes <laughs> Yeah, hoo- hoo- now hoochie coochie is different than coochie coochie. <laughs> oh, okay. two different ones? Oh my goodness. Yes, yes. Hoochie Coochie is something from the 60s, 70s that kind of was that uh, was more of a sexual innuendo. Coochie Coochie Coo is like uh, something you would say to a baby in a cute little uh, manner. Yeah, okay. So it's safe to say Coochie Coochie. Okay, cool. <laughs> 
the the great the great coochie hoochie coochie coochie goo uh, oh, debate here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Raz, not Raz, Raz what do you think? Coochie mama, because that just means someone who dominates another person in a relationship outside their wives knowing. But uh, oh, yeah. This was terrific from Lawrence. He's showing that great sense of humor and uh, giving them hell that we bother asking him to submit forms. I, I like that level of defiance. It's a sign that uh, certain artists, they're not going to give up values. They're going to show you straight in the face what there is to slam real society and not even question whether or not that's what the viewers expect from their side of the board. But I want to help him over here. He mentions uh, that you just can't get the poem done because you can't rhyme with hoochie coochie. So, now <laughs> 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 my mind is, what would rhyme with hoochie coochie? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> Let it be. Yeah, let it be. Let it be. Okay. Let it be. <laughs> oh, hello. Here we go. Hi. Oh, Tila, the, the doorbell just rang, Tila. Hi, Tila. Hi, Tila. Hi, John. Hello, hello. How are you guys? We, we missed you, too. You're yeah, we did miss you. Hi, baby. Hi, oh, baby. You. My brother-in-law is here, and I am in De- I am in Detroit. Uh, uh, so sorry about it. And uh, how we, are you guys? Uh, all of you doing? I hope you had a nice Fourth of July. Thanks. We did. How's everything? Good, 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 good. I'm happy. Doing pretty good. Right. And. Uh, my brother-in-law just came, uh, <laughs> so that's why uh, you heard the bell. And how's everything? Good. We did. Oh, we did get to read your poem here tonight or today. Uh, right. And I, I, I do. I just dropped one, one poem, uh, Periwinkle, and uh, I'll read it, and then uh, I, uh, I go, but. Uh, I'm just waiting for my brother. I, I'm just waiting for my brother to listen to me because I I wanted him to listen and my brother-in-law. So just take oh, like three so minutes. He's, he's just coming. Meantime, JCA, I don't mind if you can uh, 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 read other poem and then once I'm ready, I will say okay, I'm reading it. Okay, and which which just, poem are you talking? talking about shy moon yeah. periwinkle moon periwinkle oh, no, shy uh, moon. That's shy shy moon. Moon. yeah i read it tila jalebi oh, i read I, your shy is moon it okay? can we read it again oh did we is, is it okay you can read it again again because yeah, yeah but like, performance. give me like five mm-hmm. give me five five minutes my brother's just coming uh but meantime okay. you can read any other <laughs> if you want okay tila you All read right, my i'm gonna poem. read it <laughs> I'm gonna go ahead and, and read. Um, sorry, sorry. Xylophone. Okay, I'm gonna read blues poem here, xylophonic blues, 
and this is called Freckled Sky Has a Voice, Chapter okay. 2. Okay. Okay. And it, goes, and it goes like this. Isolated traveled trachea awakens raised. A voice in standing audition. Justice one-sided, tired, huddled masses to breathe free. Look to a pathway untrodden. Soldiers coming homeless, helpless, renegades, refugees. Compassion, a grain of sand. Faith, a tiny mustard seed. Root communities, rivulet stand. Classroom, courtroom, the executive sweet hands. Sifting the soils of history, trees planted by the waters of today. Messages stamped on the foreheads of the hungry. A song of generous bread in a land flowing with milk and honey, marching beats California's coast to summer's cruel concrete. Faded skies forgive ingratitude as the bluebirds choir face the injustices of buried dreams, hear footsteps on the pavements and echo in the street, shutting the door through hunger and fear a shrills Impediment of arms, storied lessons, watch our values die, never to repeat. Dearest children, dearest child, diaphragm sing, shaded branches, reach voices, fruit, beauty, passion, undimish, from New York City to fields of Kansas wheat. Healing of our world awaits a task incomplete. Groves, mourning dove, peace will bring A quill in hand, freedom's promises Finished, sown fleet Freckled sky, stars, warrior A poet's ink, stained feet End poem Yeah, this is quite amazing I love the way that this goes Because um, he brings in such an amazing picture overall and I think it has a lot to do with uh, us losing track of nature and losing track of of life itself and the good things within life and the positiveness within life. And I, I think ultimately this is just a, a great little testament and testimony on life itself. Um, Raz, what do you think about this? Yeah, there's definitely hope here that uh, through our own trials and tribulations, we might one day reach that state of unification, the whole species. So he ends this on a philosophical tone of voice that uh, man is going through these experiences to keep on learning historically. And maybe if uh, we do get it right that one time, we won't ever get it wrong again. Great comment. And uh, Sawa? I love, I really love his writing. I, I, he made so much changes. It was different than before. It used to be so uh, surrealist. Now, you still have the serious imagery, but it's more, um, uh, I, I can grasp them easily even. And the writing about, it's really about humanity. Uh, in, in particular, 
I think he's talking, I, I don't see, I see the positive later, but he talks first about um, a voice standing in addition. There's this voice need, voices need to speak out about this justice, one-sided, tired. There's, there's no justice. There's one-sided, he said only. Um, uh, had its masses to breathe free, look at the pathway and trodden. There is a way to do it, but it's not done. As he said, it's incompleted yet. Somewhere, I don't remember where, but he said incompleted. Soldier, he, he does so much. He's talking about the soldier that come home and become homeless and the refugee. And uh, there, there's so much. In classroom, you need to really like teach them their history and the reality as it is. Uh, and... Um, and also probably to learn to learn about really how to not only history and paper, but really how to be part of it and how to change it uh, to better. Uh, dearest child, he started talking about this auditorium voice, talking to children. Dearest child, uh, think shaded branches, reach voices, fruited beauty, passion and damage for New York City. So really talking about all the children of the United States from uh, New York to Kansas week, uh, to Kansas healing of our world. It's really the, child, the, the young generation can make the changes. I agree with him. So we have to raise them right. This is so beautiful. I really like brought tears. It's just like a, so sincere, so genuine, and I have a new, great message to the world. Beautifully done. And uh, Soul, what do you think? Oh, this was like, and the way you read it just added life to her. Yes. And uh, fantastic, hard-hitting, inking. You know, I mean, there's irony and uh, sarcasm and, I mean, there are shrill cries and screams which go unheard, you know, and the quill bleeds. Yet, you know, respite from greed, you know, yet, you know, healing. And, yes, humanity somewhere lies buried, you know, uh, the way she's uh, mentioned each and every detail about uh, which makes you uh, wonder and make you ponder on um, what are being served, like classroom, courtroom, the executives behind the soil of history. It is, it is true, you know, how history is assisted to, uh, 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 you know, satisfy and to, uh, uh, what do we say, like... Uh, to make um, make those happy whom um, you know like uh, everything has become a slave to uh, um, the corporate world the uh, uh, tycoons and to to money basically to money you know where is honesty left and uh, that's that's so you know um, I mean so ironic that we are living in a world where we say and talk about um, uh, humanity, but there's so much darkness uh, hovering over. I mean, a fantastic piece. Excellent. And uh, I think it's again left to uh, writers to keep on ranting so that one day everything changes for good. Great. Sorry, Great I can't yeah, I uh, agree with most of everyone. And uh, yes, you have to awaken um, and to raise our voice. 
and uh, you know we and and also at the same time a lot of uh, people are ha- homeless and everything they need help too and and it's very very important that um, so much things uh, we're just like um, blind blindsided about it and not taking care of it you know and a lot of other things and i think looks with you know beautiful um, um, uh, imagery and i really like it and uh, uh, it, it's a beautiful poetry and i love it tiwa are you ready to read yes i'm ready to read my poem so um, okay my brother's here and he wants to listen uh so i'm going to read the poem now so here we go one minute let me go back to locostra and uh read it here i am okay okay it's called shy moon <laughs> and it's each green pines witness a beautiful periwinkle sky with its half shy moon flashing with so many shades trying to hide the spaces under those fluffy clouds. The tall brown mountain has a peculiar laughter with its wide mouth open. I can hear it. Ha-ha, <laughs> laughter, can you? It's an end of poem, and I hope you like it. Oh, it's absolutely wonderful. Um, we heard Thank it before. Um, uh, Soul did right. a wonderful job reading it for you before. But I just want to let you know that this, that that uh, mm-hmm. it's definitely an awesome, awesome picture here, and the way that you bring the picture to life, I think that's that's what that's what the uh, uh, that's what the awesome part is. Um, Thank you. Let me see. I'm going to give a comment for the person who did not uh, hear the earlier reading. That's Selwa. Selwa, what do you think? I love it because when I'm shy, I feel like on a high too, like this behind. <laughs> it's so, it is so, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah, I miss you too. Uh, it's green time, witness the beautiful. Uh, it's so true. I mean, nature is just um, uh, have endless beauty. And, and the way you describe it, oh, I love how you describe it, a shy moon blushing with so many shades. Um, trying to hide the spaces under those lucky clouds. Um, the tall brown mountain has it. It's like uh, you really put, you took the picture and uh, gave it a voice. Uh, as we, like yeah. almost the words reading from the picture. Beautifully done. And I like at the end, at the end, ha, I can hear it, ha, ha. Funny how you ended it. Unexpected ending, I have to say, unexpected ending. <laughs> thank you so mm. much. And and I would like to mm. say to Laughing Soul, while I was not there, uh, thank you for reading my poem. And uh, <laughs> really appreciate it. And, uh, and how did you find it by Laughing Soul? <laughs> Gita, I'm fine by Jeremy. How are you? <laughs> Yes, thank you so much. I'm in Detroit, uh, Gita. I've come to visit my mom and my brother-in-law, my sisters, my brother and all of them. And we're, oh, at the moment, we're watching, we're, we're watching Wimbledon. 
and soon okay. england is going to play with denmark so we are looking forward for that too and uh, uh, while i say to everybody i completely no I, because i am away so i'm going to stay quite long with my family and uh, i just remember jca it's wednesday and i said oh my god it's jca and i i always i'm there on the radio <laughs> so i said okay i might come for five minutes mm-hmm. we might have another comment for you bella are you there thank you thank you thank you hi hola good Hello. morning hi bella I love Hi, the sunshine. Oh, I'm okay. I'm wonderful. It's a beautiful morning. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. like the title, uh, Shadow, and uh, right. it made me re- yes, it made me imagine of the blue full moon. You know, I I like talking to the moon. I don't know why, and um, it's short. Yeah, it's very descriptive. Yeah, you know the description is right there, and yeah. all you have to do is close your eyes while you are reading, which mm-hmm. I always do with a lot of readers, and let it flow right. in you, because you use right. beautiful words. Um, they are uplifting words. That's what I call them. Periwinkle. I like periwinkle, blushing, and uh, peculiar. Oh. I like that word too. This, this is Thank marvelous. You. And Thank- Thank you so much. <laughs> and I'm proud God of you because you let your family member you. uh, listen to you. Uh, hi, family yes. member. Ula. Yes, we love her. Ola. We love Sheila. We love you. <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. And I'll speak to you soon. And I, uh, I will come over for like five or ten minutes. And then uh, once I get chance, when I'm out from Detroit, and then I'll, I'll be as my normal. Okay, so guys, enjoy and thank you so much for giving me time. See ya, bye. Mm-hmm. Have a great time. Thanks. No problem. You too. You too. Thank you. you so much. Welcome, sweet. Thank you. And uh, we have uh, Bella wants to go ahead and give it a try to read her poem for us. Okay. So, so sorry, I was going to ask Sol to read it, but I have little time so before I head out, so oh, I'll please. just read and run, uh, and I'm sorry about it. it. Oh, Bella, love you. Please read it. <laughs> we are right here for you. And yeah, I'll, I mute the calling, calling thing. So um, this one is titled, where is my poem? Oh, there you go. Take My Breath Away by Medea. Like autumn, multicolored leaves dancing, folding, reaching moist ground where mist slowly sinks, blending with bits of earth, tiny particles of petals made into a bed of blooms, awaits, and the constellation once painted trancing, pirouetting, Interrupted with an intermission, a cottage of autumn tears and glistening stream, life being watched with closed eyes and shattered soul, blessed with raging whispers from a caged heart, and thus aurora bid adieu for me, 
Would my tear ducts lake the same hue Leonardo used to paint Osiris Christ? Would my screams stand its hand to slip my gut and let it pull on my lap? Would I fade like a firefly under the moonbeam or like a memory lost in between the pages of your book? Would I watch my own reflection as time carelessly devour my flesh to take my breath away? And boom. I think every time Bella reads and every time she writes, she takes our breath away. Exactly. And that's, exactly. that's, just, that's just the truth right there. Um, as you can see, Sorry. you know, me and, me and her have always been um, people who have staggered our um, words. And uh, the way that she writes, not only is the wording absolutely magnificent and expertise, but the um, artwork in the uh, structure itself can't help you but to follow along closely and hold on to every word. And that's what she does to you. She brings you in and she makes you hold on to every word. And ultimately, your breath isn't being taken away, sister. You're taking away our breath. So amazing job. Thank you. And uh, Salwa, can you comment first, please? I, 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 like, whenever I hear this, I really brought me to tears. There's so, so much emotion, and your wording is just, oh, goodness. Um, you, like autumn, multicolored leaves, dancing, folding, reaching moist ground. It's like a story. I love the comparison, how the, the autumn is falling leaves. And um, but has beauty, and the same thing here. The, this this uh, autumn leaves become tears of autumn, being watched with closed eyes and tattered soul, blessed with raging whisper. Um, it's really like I feel it coming out from your heart. You just have a way of expressing yourself that uh, captivates us again. And I I agree with you. That's what I was saying. Uh, Literally. That's how I felt. It takes the breath away. You really do take our breath away with your beauty of uh, just the way you express yourself. It's incredible. Like the firefly, firefly under the moon being like a memory. This is those lines just really dig in deep. Um, like the butterfly and the moon beam or like a memory lost in between the pages of your book. Could I watch my own reflection as time carelessly devolve my flesh? Oh my goodness, take my breath away. This is, I, I just can't, I, I can't even express myself because it moved me deeply, Bella, I really does. I love you so much, my dear Bella. And, thank uh, you, Sarah. Thank you for calling and reading it. It's just, uh, the way you read it is just even make it get in our heart deeper. <laughs> Oh, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And um, Raz, what do you think? I see a certain amount of death perception here at realizing that a person was wrong and they sought out forgiveness but were never properly 
resolved and uh, carrying that amount of uh, spiritual and emotional pain over the years is all released in this piece as a kind of explosion to what, what there is finally of letting go of those who would try to have wronged you and uh, what you had of taking the next step from there, that next breath of life. Amazing comments. Beautiful work. Bella, (laughs) you know, it's so so strange. Alva used to talk about you and I could never connect. And now it's like I fall in love with you a little more every time I meet you. And uh, you are so beautiful, you know. So to comment on this poem because the way you read it, the poem has got imprinted, you know, in my heart. It's left an impression which is will last forever. You know, you have uh, painted an imagery of autism, of tears, where your emotions are you know, dancing and piercing and it just left me in a trance where I I just wanted to break free and come and hug you. This is such a beautiful, beautiful uh, play of emotions, a play of uh, being honest about your uh, fears, about your uh, pain and uh, still painting it so beautifully. It's Amazing. You are amazing. Awesome comment. And uh, what we're going to do, we got two more poems left, folks. And but then I we're going to be. Di- no problem. No problem. So you guys have a lovely day, and I'm going to Good. call it. <laughs> Okay, See good night. Bye, G. Bye. Say good night, bye. Mom, for it. Yeah, my mom's here to sleep. So. <laughs> <laughs> you can say good night to her. Good night, Mom. Good night. <laughs> good night. Good night. Are you a poet, too? Are you a poet, too? <laughs> she, she is uh, she is my inspiration, though. <laughs> Okay, love you all. See you. Have a lovely love day. And a big hug to you. Bye bye. Bye. Bye, Bella. Love you. Bye bye, everyone. Bye, yeah. bye, G. Bye. Bye, Raz. See you later, guys. All right. Bye. Next, I'm going to put Raz to work here. And, Raz, we're going to have you read a little uh, Patrick P.M. Murphy. Hey, Revs, you there? Revs, you on mute? Yeah, <laughs> I had to step away from the line for a second there. So you want me to read P.M. Murphy? Yes, please. Okay. Reading memorabilia on a bus. Reading memorabilia on a bus. 
I bring the same book onto moving traffic, hoping to finally finish its dark pages filled with words by E. e. Cummings. He was a spoken heartfelt emotion inside my body, finishing my days on a positive note. Although great inside, I wish I could sigh, stretch the sound across several syllables, find a place where it wasn't so dark and lonely, where my eyes would roll every time you were nearby, let the motions of your hands glide on the pages of my book, not allowing me to read. As the rest of the bus looks with glee, we were only kids. I still remember you screaming, it's just... E.E. Cummings, you'll love Plathmore. The sound cuts deep to this day, making an echo sound like ripples in a pond of distraught people looking for a future. Now I sit reading Cummings without a sound to hear, without those hands to grip the pages out of my hands. That once annoyance, now neglect of emotion fills my heart with sully. I wish you were around to annoy me and cause my eyes to roll one more time. Now I sit, accompanied with words of Cummings. He writes the way I wish I could. However, the memory pains, and with this I recall, this isn't quite a time to ponder what it's like to be dead. It is more like a time to realize we are in purgatory, awaiting for the ghost to part. Oh, wow. Yeah, this, is, this has got some power behind it. You know, when he when he mentioned bus, I almost got pulled back to uh, the two songs that uh, have have a uh, have a um, have the lyric. They share the lyric. The words of the prophets are written on the subway walls, and um, you know, just to be sitting back reading something that brings so much emotion into it I think is like so cool and um, let me see um, I, I think that he did an awesome job with this uh, Selwa what do you think oh I love how he take us with him in this bus trip in his uh, mem- like memory and the pre- like there's a back and forth almost he starts with um, uh, how he this book he remembers, mind him, make him remember his youth and um, where his mother may be or someone, his family who tell him screaming, it's just E.E. Come on, you love that more. The sound cuts deep to the stage. Until today, he still hear it, um, making an echo sound like ripples in a pound of the store people looking for future. This is so powerful that he still can hear this voice in his mind because I think he cares about this voice and more also, uh, also about the the e um, e coming how it impacts him to the point of the present he wish he become a writer like him. Uh, I said with words of Cummings, he writes the way I wish I could. So it's just beautiful how we wrap it together. This is all about this book, but it brought memory from the past and the present and his wishes to be a writer. I really, I I enjoyed it very much. Well done. Excellent, excellent. And uh, Raz, you read it. What do you think? Definitely, it shows uh, melancholy not only with Cummings, but uh, trying to survive all these uh, different conflictive ecological 
and environmental conditions of what there is city time. While you're on that bus, there's massive amounts of pollution that's being emitted through and in around you. And so it's almost like the poet recognizes that those ghosts are the ones that have been left here because man cannot be his own maker and try to play the role by creating what there is of the industrial aspects to uh, our modern social forms. Awesome. All right. And uh, Sawa, I'm going to have you uh, read our final poem of the day. And this is by uh, Joseph Moon. Okay. Um, Night Music by Joseph Moon. As I saw the musical streets after midnight, beneath the dull lamplight, the mosquitoes whining, whining, excuse me, the moths flapping unheard by the haggling John, long like a hooker, the sirens interrupt my musing with the homeless lady lay sleeping upon her face Falls the moonlight and the cricket things and the form. Wow. I actually like this yeah. because there's such a touch of reality to this. It, mm-hmm. it's, um, it, it's straight up, um, re- it, it is, it's straight up reality. This is a very, very uh, good piece, and I love the way that he, he, uh, he, Describe this because, it, you know, I thought he was going to go one way, but then he he brought in reality. Ma's flapping unheard by the haggling, John and a long-legged hooker. Um, if anybody knows anything about prostitution, um, the person who pays for the sex is called a John, and uh, I, I like. Yeah, I like the way he brought that particular aspect into it. So it really made this real. And then the sirens interrupt my musing. So ultimately, you know, you're you're not only the sights, but the sounds of the city itself. And then the homeless lady lay sleeping upon her face, uh, falls the moonlight. So, you know, it's like it's like the small little tragedies within um the city itself but it's the realities so i think that's cool um oh that's right brad (laughs) yeah it's been a a straight edition here of beatnik like poems this is not even usual of joseph moon that he uh also starts mentioning social aspects within the verses to the extent that you know that those hookers are out there at night and uh, there are the homeless who can never find a proper place to sleep as well. And that's all intermingled here to be any other form of a biblical-like street where the harlots and those who are condemned, they roam outside the synagogues at night. 
Oh, great, great, uh, great uh, comments. Uh, Sawa, you read it. What do you think? This is, I agree with you. This is very, um, like, realistic and uh, show the humanity of uh, also of Joseph to really pay attention. Not too many people, unfortunately, they pass by uh, homeless and they don't really care. Um, and that's, when you think of the beginning, um, now you said you were thinking going a different direction. I was too. When you read it in the beginning, the first time I read it, you feel like um, it's musical. When you think music is sweet, you, you think of happy, something happy going to happen, not something sad. And he gave us the reality, which is not, and I didn't know about the haggling John. I was wondering what it was, that. I thought it was a bug. <laughs> I really thought it was a bug, like you're talking about um, mosquitoes. I said, must be a kind of uh, another bug. It is a bug, right? A bad bug, this John. Um, so the, the, then, then as Tyreen, the music is interrupted by some, and then his music seems like when he's go, going to start, that uh, inspire him to to think of what he's going to write, because he said news is interrupted. And then the, the thing, in the beginning it was a music singing probably from uh, the same sound, and it ends with the singing again, but this time a cricket. It's really a beautifully small, short, but it's so intact with the reality and leave you and leave you with it. You can't not not um, ignore it when you hear this kind of sad story. It's really sad the reality, unfortunately. And I've been in Philadelphia. My sister lives there. I mean, I live there. Uh, well, poops. <laughs> I'm there, <laughs> and I see. And I see, um, I mean, I, uh, I see a lot of, uh, uh, why you say this, homeless everywhere, really. And people don't even look at them. They just cross, don't even uh, acknowledge they're there anymore. It's so sad. It's such a horrible reality. Absolutely. And with that, we're going to call it a night or, or a day or, or a morning or, or wherever you are. <laughs> You know, um, this has been a great show. We we got through all the poems we needed to get through, which were was quite a bit, because um, I added a lot That's to it. Universal you know, hour time. Yeah, it's great to great to see that. And uh, what we're going to do now is remind everybody that sa- this Saturday, 10 p.m. Eastern time, it will be me and Raz again. So. Uh, tune into that and I will have a topic up later today Uh, I'm not sure exactly what direction I want to go yet but uh, we will have something going on Um, remember uh, open poetry 9 o'clock Sunday and so let's get it going and uh, play a little boo on our way out and just uh, wish boo that uh, she gets better Yes. and we're thinking about her and uh, what was I going to play? I know I was going to play. Oh, here we go. Boo doing a little Nirvana. So enjoy. Thank you so much, Steve. Great show.
right. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. This is JCA signing off. Everybody have a good day. <laughs>